Hello, welcome to the podcast, I'm Trent. Today's subject is called pride. It's a word and it has a meaning. To be proud of oneself is the inherent implication What do you think of when you hear the word pride? Take a minute and ponder. Am I a proud individual? Do I take pride in my work? Am I proud of my heritage? Am I proud of my children? Am I proud of my accomplishments? Now you will notice that in our modern culture, we're taught, we're informed, we're educated. And in these teachings, knowledge assimilates into our being and we become espoused to certain ideals on a very deep, hypnotic, subconscious level. And so, pride, is it good or bad? Is it something we should espouse? Is it something we should pursue? Should we be proud of our own inner pride? Oh, there's a conundrum right there for you. There's a puzzle. If we explore ancient teachings, including the Christian teachings, but also many others, including Buddhist teachings, they warn us to be very weary of pride. In fact, it's even called a sin. But how could this be so? After all, we should take pride in our work. We should be proud to be who we are. We should stand tall, firm in our beliefs, and we should own it and be proud of it, right? Or is pride an enemy of our own enlightenment? Is pride blocking us from reaching our true potential Is pride an insidious serpent that has slipped its way into our mind, convincing us that it's good? Let's explore. So what did you think of when when you thought of the word pride? Do you think being proud is a good thing or a bad thing? Well, this is a question that's been on my mind on and off. And just a little background on me. I was always full of self-doubt, always. Even when I knew the answer in school, I was afraid to raise my hand because I said, what if I'm wrong? Or even if I knew the answer and someone else answered and 
I would kind of say, maybe they're right and I'm wrong. That's called self-doubt. And as I continued on in life, I was always very self-aware, very self-critical. In fact, confidence did not come easy. Confidence came later in life. After the birth of my first child, I became more comfortable, we'll say, not even really confident, but just comfortable in my own skin, comfortable holding my own place. I've always been a yielder. I will yield, I will stand down, and I don't like fighting. I don't like the altercation. I don't like debate. In fact, I hate it. So that's just a little background on me. And so when I look at this subject, of course, I have to look at my background and see who I am as a person. I pursued these philosophical questions later in life. I wasn't raised in any religious background or teaching. My household was what you would probably call agnostic. But today as I sit here and I ponder this question, I say this, pride is the enemy of the people. Pride is quite possibly one of the most insidious and subversive patterns that a human being can fall prey to. And think of the resistance that comes up when I say that. You may say, but no, I should be proud of who I am. I should be proud that I was born this way. I should be proud of my achievements. I should be proud of my race. I should be proud of my gender. I'm a proud owner of this or that. I'm proud of my legacy. I'm proud of the achievements of my children and so on and so forth. But I'll ask you this, what does that get you? What does being proud of those things, some of which you've done, some of which you were born with, what does that actually get you? It creates a division. It creates a barrier. It creates compartments. It, can, it creates sides. It's me and what I've done. It's me and who I am. And I'm better than you. I'm better than them. I worked harder. I studied more, and so I deserve it. And this creates a divisiveness. Racism is a byproduct of pride. Is it not? The notion of one race being superior to another is a direct result of pride. 
proud and arrogant cannot face defeat. They cannot gracefully accept being bested. And so they often give way to tantrums and fits. Much like a spoiled child. In fact, the picture I see of a very prideful person, someone just brimming with pride, is that of a spoiled child, entitled, full of delusion. And so I'm going to lay out a case right now that will state that pride is the enemy of the people. Pride is the enemy of our progress. And pride, it stands in the way of our society achieving any kind of greatness. Pride is counterfeit. It's not real. It's a fake. It's a deceptive notion that has been planted in our mind and allowed to grow much like a very thorny vine and as it grows and grows and grows and gives off its thorns it wraps around us and we think it's protecting us but after a while we notice that we are the victim we cannot move out of it anyone that comes close poked by those thorns and we say ha I did that yet try to move out of it and you get poked because the pride has you in its grasp let's remove human emotion from the equation and let's let down our self-defense mechanisms for a moment and explore this idea a little further. Has anything good ever been done in the name of pride? Meaning, has pride ever seeded wonders in this world that are truly great and awe-inspiring? No, I don't think they have. They have only fueled individual achievement. They have fueled war. They have fueled domination and destruction. And pride is fear's older sibling. The fear stands behind the pride. And the pride is protecting the fear. And so those who are very prideful are in fact hiding from their own fears. And we all have fears, don't we? I mean, come on. My least favorite thing I hear people say is I'm not afraid because it's a lie. In fact, it's a very noble and true thing to admit your fears, to look at them, to face them, 
to identify your fears and explore them, to knock at the door and look and see who's behind there. Where does it come from? Why are we afraid of this? But pride, it will keep you from that. Pride will tell you you're not afraid. You're not afraid of nothing. So, is there anything good about pride? Is there anything good about it? Well, pride can be very lavish, can't it? It can take someone very far in a career. It can help them dominate others. It can help them discard of whoever's in their way. And so it's useful to a certain degree. If one is trying to acquire status, power, money, pride is a very useful tool. But if one is trying to become a whole, complete person, pride will never let you do that. It won't. If one is trying to discover the truth of the highest order, meaning breaking through illusions to find out what's really, really, really true, pride will stand in your way. And this is why. Because pride will not allow you to admit that you were wrong. It will not allow you to admit that you were deceived. In fact, pride won't allow you to see most, if not all, of your major mistakes. And if we cannot see our mistakes, then we cannot fix our patterns. And if we cannot fix our patterns, then we will continue to make the same mistakes. Thus, once again, pride is seen as a snare with thorns, a very aggressive vine. It's almost so insidious that it's part of our code. It's part of our culture. It's part of what got us here. Yet, at some point in our development, as individual human beings, we must look down and see what's binding us, what's keeping us from progressing. And if you look down around your ankles, you may see that thorny vine wrapping around them. Cut the vine through apology. Cut the vine through humility. Cut the vine by analyzing and doubting yourself. Cut that vine and that constraint by forgiving others and seeing others as great as you are. Pride will keep you lonely and isolated. It will keep you cut off from higher sources of truth. It will keep you prisoner because pride is 
that which binds. That's why the ancients, in their wisdom, labeled it as a sin. Anything that's a sin is a constraint upon a human soul. It's a lock or a vice on expression of our own inner divinity. So, don't be proud of yourself. Stop being so prideful. Stop touting. Stop being arrogant. Stop being boastful. Stop being self-obsessed. Try listening. There is a complex of human emotions within each of us where each expressions of humanity. And so how can we honestly say that we're the best? How can we honestly think that we have nothing left to learn? Well, that's pride talking. And a proud person will always fall short of the mark. They will always kind of give in to the temptations around them. They will always think that they're entitled to cheat, to lie and steal. They will always think that their movement or their group is the best. And so in the political system, you see a lot of pride. In music, in art, sports, in any kind of expression of humanity, you will always see a lot of pride. And the proud ones seem to rise to the top or the top. Attaining the top levels sort of brings about an arrogance to it. And this is the cost of success. It's one of the hidden costs. And people know this. People see this all the time. You can have someone that came from nothing and then they become a star. And then all of a sudden, after years and years, they look up and they say, what am I? Who am I? What am I doing? They've lost touch. And it's that pride. There's other ways to describe it. There's other terms. And there's a whole spectrum of nuanced definitions that you could talk about. But for the purpose of this talk, I'm keeping to this theme and using this specific word to make a point and to really focus on that point and to not deviate into the bush or into the hills and really just sit here and look at it. And that's a lesson right there. Can you do that? Can you sit there and look at yourself? Can you identify moments in your life where you were wrong and where you should have said sorry, but you didn't? What kept you from doing it? Can you think of recurring 
grievances that you have with family members or co-workers? What keeps you from resolving these things? These petty differences that separate us. They are like nails that we put into our own coffin because we're all going to end up the same. We all start off the same. So why in our life would we build a structure that would bind us? These are questions I ask, these are questions I think about. This was the source question of my meditation today that I did before recording this. I wrestled with this idea with myself. I analyzed myself honestly, as honestly as I could. And I came to some pretty severe conclusions. Now, many of these things are personal so they can't really be translated. And what I did today was try to convey these in a broader format so that people could sort of pick up on this idea and maybe remember this thing that people knew a long time ago. But we've forgotten. We've been sort of pushed onward. Try to locate pride in your life and ask a question, is it helping me or hurting me? Identify it for yourself and you decide. My last thoughts on this subject are a little more severe. And these are some of the thoughts that I came to that I will now lay out for all of you all to sort of do with them what you will. I've come to this idea that pride is the silent killer. It's the slow and steady vine that binds us. It is responsible for the most repulsive characteristics in humanity. If we look at humanity as a whole, there's more than enough money to go around. There's more than enough resources. We have all of the information we need. Yet, why do a very select few people keep getting more and more and more and then a vast majority of the planet, their options and resources are so limited. Why does poverty even exist? Why does injustice exist? Well, these are broad questions, but it's because things have been happening slowly, left unchecked. And it's because people are corruptible and so many of them choose acquisition over spiritual attainment. They sacrifice a part of themselves to get more things 
And as they get more things and they sever those higher connections, then they become more of what you would call demonic. And as they become more and more demonic, they don't give a rat's ass about anyone else. They only seek to incur more wealth, more power, more privilege. Maybe they have a family or an inner circle that they seek to enrich. But as far as the rest of humanity, they see other humans as non-essential. Now you may step back and say, how does that even happen? How does that even happen? And that's a big question. And then you see people that still to this day, they will sell their sons and daughters for some money. It's true. You have people that will oppress and stifle their children or their brothers and sisters growing up in families. They will talk them out of following their dreams or pull them back into the pit where they stay. Why does this happen? These open up bigger questions for more discussions. But pride plays a large part in all of this, doesn't it? If you can see the thread now of what connects these actions and these attitudes that are formed that thread has a name. It's identifiable. It's isolatable. And so don't delude yourself into thinking it's good to be proud of yourself. Because that will lead places that you really don't want to go. Instead, we've got to rise up in frequency. We have to rise up in compassion, in unity, and to see that we really, really, really are all in this together. This is another great spiritual teaching from long ago, all the way till today, people still say, they say we are all one. Bob Marley said one love. All the great teachers, they all say it. We are one. There is but one the human race. So all these divisions are fake. And the truth is that we are all one. And if we begin to behave like that, and we can connect to our higher source, then the light shines on us and we can see the truth. We can see what we've done. We can acknowledge our mistakes. We can apologize. We can exhibit behaviors of love and sharing and giving. And good things happen. The problem is everyone's expecting those at the top to do this. The top of the socioeconomic and power structures. But I've got to tell you, don't hold your breath. Because once they've made it to that level, they've made sacrifices along the way. 
and their cord may have been cut. And so if you have a cord left, a connection to what is good and true and right, it starts with us. It starts with the small people. It starts with small charitable acts, acts of kindness, acts of generosity. See what you can do, see who you can help, behaving in unselfish and giving ways. This will erode that poisonous vibration of pride. So charity and giving, love and kindness. And it doesn't have to be giving money or giving food. It can be just simply being kind to other people. Instead of being cold and walled off and hostile to other people, what if we behaved in a more kind and generous way? So those are my ideas for today. This is the end of this recording and this podcast. Thank you for joining me. I hope that these thoughts and ideas inspired you. I hope that you make it a great day. Have a great week. Make it a great year. Thank you.